Rock Nation, welcome back to episode 61 of the 505 Podcast. Today we have a special guest. He is a streamer, a YouTuber, a gamer with 100 Thieves, and has amassed a TikTok following of over 1.2 million. Everyone, please give a warm welcome to Lowe. Wee, 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 wee. Oh, yeah. Thanks for coming, dude. Taking my podcast virginity. Let's yes, go. and you you brought a drink specially for the show, so oh, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna yes. let you get that one handed crack going. So okay, so <laughs> here, yep, and just okay. go. Oh shit! This you can't is... use two hands. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're getting getting all <laughs> set up over there. You're scaring me. Okay, go. <laughs> oh, okay. ASMR is uh, fuck. A little I will say a little that. splash on the face. On face. Did you dent it? Let's get a rotate. I mean, you didn't dent it. No. Okay, the splash is gonna hurt you just a little bit because it's kind of like all over the rim and not as aesthetically pleasing. I feel but you didn't dent it, so you're gonna get a seven flat to wow, start us off. That's, 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 that's the highest one we've had in a minute. Yeah, we've well been done. giving out threes and twos and zeros. Oh, and shit. Should I go for it? Yeah, give it to me. Oh fuck, dude, uh, no, we're it's just not gonna, gonna table it. Yeah, just forget about it. Oh, there it is. Ooh, okay. came back. You came back. You started really bad, but came back. Dude, so you drive a Tesla, right? Yeah. Okay, so I also have a Tesla. Yesterday, driving on, oh the, my God. Driving on the freeway, right? Can't make this shit up. Just cruising the fast lane, car's driving itself. Mm-hmm. Not touching the fucking right. car, okay? You're just driving. All of a sudden, I merge over to the lane to the right of the carpool lane. Just still cruising. I'm on the phone with someone. Yep. AirPods in. We're just cruising. I just get fucking drilled by a motorcycle. And I'm like... Wait, what do you mean drilled? Like literally just, it felt like someone like sideswiped my car trying, okay. trying to, but I have oh no idea. I'm, not, I'm just looking straight. I'm like yeah. not really paying attention. Car's to, driving itself. Yeah, car's driving itself. Literally, we're just going straight. We haven't moved. It's like terrible traffic going down to Orange County. And so I get hit. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I hang up the phone to me with my boy. I'm like, yeah, I got to go. I just got sideswiped. Uh-huh. So quick dry out, slide of hand pro, get this guy's license plate. I'm oh, like, nice. So I'm like, oh, is this guy going to dip? He just stays there and starts flipping me off. I'm what? like, I'm like, what the fuck is going? I'm like trying to process what's going on. I'm Did like, you do anything? No, no. To so, so then I'm like, you're a Tesla driver, dude. So yeah. So then I've I've cut off a handful of people. Yeah, I assume so. One time in high school, first uh-huh. day, first like month, I got my license. I remember I cut off a motorcycle guy, sure. which is super fair to get pissed off. Yeah, I don't want to hurt the motorcycle guy. Dude comes by and just punches the window clean off, and it oh. just toppled. And then he's boom, and I'm like. <gasps> Well, mom, I'm sorry about your, your car. But anyways, yesterday I'm like, okay, uh, what the fuck Uh is going on? Uh So I take the picture and I'm like, I got it clear as day. iPhone 14 pro zoomed in three X camera. Dude, this guy's done for. Uh He keeps staying there, like flipping me off and like take, then he turns around and is, I'm like, this is so unsafe. He's completely turned around, take like this, taking photos under his arm of the front, which I don't have a front license plate. So I'm like, we're not doing anything here. Also pull the fuck over, dude. What the fuck is wrong with you? Um, yeah, so I call the cops. He's like, they get his license plate in three seconds. And I look at the fucking video, dude. This guy's coming out of nowhere. That, I'm going to show you. Car. This is actually the craziest shit oh I've ever God. seen. Comes out of nowhere. So we're just posted, right? Just driving normal. You see him coming up. Yeah. Just karate kicks the fucking car. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, that is so crazy. Yeah, and so I just got the car fixed. Broke my mirror. My mirror's just destroyed. Wait, so he kicked like the mirror? Yeah, the mirror. Like, it looked like he's kicking Impressive the door. flexibility, honestly, yeah, on just, his part. Also, we're going like 65. That is so fucking how crazy. Yeah, that's just, wild. How do you just karate kick and a car? Not, like, and, and dude, I, I, that's why I thought. I go, how did this guy not fishtail and yeah. not die? And like lose his balance? Yeah. What I don't, a fucking psycho. I don't know. So anyways... But yeah, we're going to go play ball in court again. This will be super fun. So hopefully Jesus we can get Christ. get another bag. I mean, I just cannot. You just stay in court. Shout out. Shout out, Elon. Dude. Get shout out our bag. buddy, Elon. So you, getting... you didn't cut this guy off or anything? Dude, no. And I wish I did. Right. I, I wish I had I wish like, I a reason did. to be like, oh, I messed this up. Right. But no, no. We were literally just cruising and then fucking died. But so anyways, where I was going with this is. You have a Tesla, so you need to have that shit turned on. Yes. Do you have it turned on? Mode, yes. Oh my god, dude, you can't be messing. That's like the there. first thing you have to do because I have a buddy. Uh, uh, he works for Hundred Thieves. His name's Josh. Uh, he recently got into an accident, um, or more so, like someone just hit him and mm-hmm. just dipped, and he didn't have the footage, and he was he was heartbroken. Dude, because there's nothing. It, it, all you so crazy. All you do you is go to footage. insurance, and you're yeah. like, they're like, oh yeah, you don't have he anything. He has every angle, mm-hmm. every inch. It's like every angle. I could see him coming up for like. I'm like, what is this guy? I have the back camera too. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this is so crazy. Yeah, but I didn't cut this guy off. Dude, it's fuck. Because you also Unreal. make like aesthetic ass Tesla videos, right? Yeah. Like the, the yes, Tesla content like bangs for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, even though the car is what four or five years old, mm-hmm. at least for the Model Three. Um, and, and most Teslas in general, it's just Teslas just have so much that you can do to them and Mm -hmm. change to them. And it's like, kind of like a blank canvas, like it's super minimalistic. So it leaves so much 
for um for you to customize and change and like people are just so interested in it <laughs> i mean his car looks like the transport have you seen uh, it? no i haven't seen he's it. got like three screens he's oh, got the new so you got sick. the cool <laughs> airplane <laughs> wheel oh dude i've seen i know I, it, it's crazy it, it's <laughs> my so buddy sick. my buddy cyrus uh, got the, he got the new tesla and, mm. and he's like yeah dude he's like i got a frunk he's like you know what that means turf turf in the front put, put a gnome in there i'm like what you, he's like you're, he's like yeah front yard dude front and i'm like that is the coolest thing i've ever heard he's like yeah dude, i'm just gonna have like a little like garden and like a I, turf i gnome. haven't even used the front once if you do you rip the front i i don't i, I think the main reason is because um you have to close it manually yes no exactly uh, kind of, we don't do the manual stuff sure, we're more sure. of like a, we just press buttons right i got i got a two-door wrangler jeep 2017 uh, everything yeah. closed manually key is like that it's so funny so you're That's from sick. the bay originally right yes tough one i'm sorry about that i mean i can't really it was complain. a good series it was a good series i think i just enjoy watching good basketball mm-hmm. yeah um, it was and, and dude, he came to one of the games i went to three and four yeah. i bought tickets for me and my brother and i flew my brother out oh how cool That's wow dope. that's fun dude you're yeah, a good brother a you're a good for brother sure. <laughs> did you see it went three and four they lost three right yeah 30 piece yes yeah mm-hmm. we'll walk a shame home <laughs> right i'm like a couple blocks away um, but game four was better. Uh, yeah. We sat closer and it was a really good game. So mm-hmm. like it was just fun watching it, like regardless if we win or lose. And I think especially it doesn't hurt as much because we've won so much in the last. Right. They stay winning. He's a Wolves fan. He's what, from Minnesota. Yeah, oh. what, what was it like being the way fan in uh, um, Staples? Actually, so it was kind of like my first experience, like not being at um, either Chase Center or Oracle. Right. Um, my first like out of um, just home um like arena experience and i think it's a lot of fun it's definitely different but i don't think it compares to a lot of teams because They're there's a lot nice, of warriors right? fans everywhere yeah, yeah. pretty nice fans. that's true unless it's the Celtics. dude i just went to the oh, twins the twins played the dodgers mm-hmm. what two nights ago and dodgers fans are nuts dude. oh, oh yeah, yeah. oh my god i thought group. we were so we were the twins were down the whole game and then we had a three-run homer to tie it up and then we got another run and then they had a bullshit double that was clearly foul it was all over twitter but we didn't see it mm-hmm. i was like i think that looked foul and we're like no nah, it couldn't have been twitter whole internet's blown just up about foul. how it's just the most foul thing so we lost in the 12th inning no. it's like midnight when we lose and we have been talking so much shit because it's me fans. and my like two buddies who are just rowdy dude. Uh, and like literally people are like pouring popcorn on us as we're like trying to run out as soon as we lost that's intense so it was intense yeah but fun dodgers games are fun dude oh my god when did you first kind of pick up a camera what kind of started this journey for you um so okay so my my uncle this is like starts all the way back in like sixth grade let's do it it. um my uncle gifted me a camera Mm. uh and it was i think a canon or it was a rebel series camera it was like a t3i or something that's where we started Um, come on but so i started with that and mm. my uncle or so the actual story dates back to when my uncle and my mom were younger um and my mom gifted my uncle his first camera oh cool um and it kind of came full circle because he is a creative although older he's like in his 40s so like he does a lot of, of photo shoots um and he's done stuff with levi's um, and a bunch of other, just like your old navies and those type of big box mm. stores and um, directs now and does a lot of like commercial stuff. But basically, he gifted me my first camera, um, and it was just fun for me to play around with. And and like that's the first time I picked up a camera, taking photos at basketball tournaments and and doing all those things. And then it didn't really begin me wanting to make videos and do those things until. I was in high school and in high school I took an intro class to like film or something right Uh, and I had probably one of the best teachers I could have had because he really taught me a lot when it came down to like the basics and fundamentals Um, but at that point I had no intention of wanting to like really make videos for a living and it was just for fun and really learning the art and stuff Um, so for me it was that's that's like where i began began but it didn't really begin until like COVID time um that kind of really gave me an Mm -hmm. opportunity and like although the world was like in shambles and there was so much uncertainty and you know people passing away it's like that time period gave me the opportunity to really sit down and pursue um content creation because at that time i was in boarding school i was playing basketball like i wanted to play basketball somewhere uh, in college uh, probably was going to play somewhere in like Hawaii or something. Oh, cool. um, and then we all got shut down the day before our state championship game. No. Um, it was oh, literally the day before. That. And I was in boarding school, so we got sent home. So like I was in my bedroom at home. We had three, four weeks off. I've been streaming up until that point on and off 
since like eighth grade, but mainly just to like save my clips and, and mm. I was just mainly for fun. And then for there, I was like, all right, I was, you know, I was still working out every day, um, but I was having those thoughts in my head and I was like, I have an opportunity now to really like pursue this the same way that I pursue basketball and like really put all my time and effort into it. So like for that first three to six months, I was posting on TikTok five times a day, wow. um, mainly tech content because what I kind of, how it made sense in my head was every streamer has a, a gaming setup. Mm -hmm. So it's a pretty open niche for me to attack. And at that time there was maybe three tech creators on the platform um, that had more than 50,000 followers. But there was an audience for it, and I knew that I can take a different approach when it comes to like combining streaming and, and gaming setups and all these things that you see. I don't know if you know who Harris Heller is, but he does. Um, he's big into like the tech side of streaming, okay. and he shows a bunch of that type of stuff. But like taking big inspiration from him, and then kind of formatting that in a short form, but just farming, farming, farming videos. And for me, it was like. I'd wake up, I'd do all my school stuff before like 10 a.m. because we didn't really have classes at the time. Mm -hmm. It was just like, they gave us a certain amount of work. And then from 10 to one, just record videos, um, record three to five videos. And yeah, these are videos on my phone, but I think something that TikTok has showed us is you can try stuff. Like you can just create, right. create, create, create. Like YouTube videos are so polished and it has to be perfect. And obviously that's not for everybody, but in a lot of ways, it's just a lot longer of a uh, of a process. Mm -hmm. But with TikTok, it's like you can try so many things, and it's like honestly, probably my video ideas hit less than forty percent of the time. And in a traditional, you know, environment and in and just work environment, you that's not good. Shit, but four hundred, batting four hundred, baby. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I made thousands of videos. Yeah, that's fair. You know what no, I mean? So fact, it's like. Yeah nobody's gonna remember the videos that that flop right? right and everybody remembers the videos that take off and sometimes you don't know which ones they are and as you get better you improve and that you know you get better at making better videos and you become more consistent with that but for me it was like that time period of me farming videos and just grinding 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 and then for like that three hours i would make videos then after that i'd stream four to five hours get whatever videos i can get from those from the streams um and then after that, just grind content after. Dude, you, five, and you cut this yourself. You, yeah, you, everything. And you're, even you're, now. Even now. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I don't cut is my stream content because that is something that I think can be automated almost. Mm, right. um, the same way, like, you know, you have people work on your podcast, yeah, right? right? So definitely. it's like, um, that's the only thing I don't. But honestly, I haven't really made stream content in over a year just because that's not really where I want to focus myself Ooh, I'm excited to hear. Yeah, I'm excited maybe. to hear but about just it. just to say... Five TikToks a day is fucking Yeah, nuts, you're a dude. tank. Did, I yeah, thought he said time. five a week, and I was like, that is crazy. And then I was like, wait, I think he said five, five a day. day. Yeah, five that a is day. so many. I mean, I think that it rewards you, right, yeah. for how much you're putting out. And then, like you said, you at the same time you're making all these videos, you're getting better every mm -hmm, totally. batch that you're, yep. you're like, okay, okay to mess up, yeah, you're right? learning the process. You're getting better at putting them out. You're getting better at talking to the camera, mm -hmm. and it's like it it obviously trickles down into everything. I think, dude, it's the same with the pod, right? When we're putting, when Keon's putting in three, four, five mm -hmm. a day, it just starts to explode. And then if he, you know, goes to Coachella and takes a weekend off and gets bored and then the fucking shit plummets. I'm He's like, hung over for a dog, week we need to get back on the clips, dude. <laughs> Stop fucking getting in Calvin Harris tent. Right. Get your ass back home and start cutting clips. I, I didn't know he was coming back from Coachella. Yeah. But so you said you started on the phone and then when did you transition to like the camera and like, why do you choose to keep doing it with the camera? Yeah. The shit looks Before you talk though, quality. if you guys haven't seen Lowe's yes, TikToks, dude. go to his page, go to his YouTube because it's such high quality stuff. And Thank I also you. want to get your opinion because like you said it was originally on the phone you switch over to the camera the shit's doing great it's like it's not hurting the numbers having it higher quality and i think that a lot of people think that tiktok has to be on a phone yeah yeah and you're literally proof that it doesn't have to be on the mm -hmm, phone so you know sure. when did you do it why did you you know kind of transfer um, over? so for me it was just like a genuine me wanting to improve and get better with my content it's like almost it was a way for me to elevate and become different from other people. Um, I know a lot of people, even to this day, like you said, think TikTok should be on your phone. Like it's casual. It should be, um, you know, like that type of thing. But uh, in reality, for me, it was if I create a good video, regardless if it's on my phone or or um, my camera, people will watch it. And the thing for me was it like recording a video on your phone is way easier. Um, it takes less time. You can do it in five minutes. 
if you have the idea, right, you just point and film, shoot, and, and then pers- upload. Um, but for me, it's like I would try making content on my camera, and it wasn't good um, at first. But in order for me to get to the point I'm at now, it's like I had to take that risk. And like, yeah, it might take me two hours to make this 30-second video sometimes with my camera back then. But now I can make that same video 10 times better in 10 minutes with my camera now. So it's like for me to get to the point I'm at now, I hadn't had to. Uh, I don't know if that answers your question, but no, I get that. Yeah, hundred percent. And then the more you use the cameras, is that when the more, cause like you use like color grade and you like get these different like mounts and stuff. Yeah. Do you get more and more and more? Like did it snowball as you just use the camera more on the TikToks? Um, yes. I think for me, it was like something I really wanted to do was get more into lifestyle content and that kind of goes in that kind of coincides with me not streaming as much um but just kind of like attacking the lifestyle side of gaming uh and just really in that industry because gaming is so black and white in that every streamer um so if you look at the gaming industry streamers are your content creators within that industry and streamers play video games for 12 hours a day and they're um basically tied to their desk and that's how they make their money. That's how they make their content. I completely understand it and I respect it, but it leaves so much room for content creators that don't do that specifically um, to, to create. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And because I feel like people get so um, in like traditional, in traditional niches, uh, whether that's travel, um, you know, vlogs, um, sports, mm-hmm. people get so creative with their work uh, and it's really, really cool to see. But when you look at gaming, it's, it's stream clips, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, there's it's this massive yeah, right. audience or massive opportunity to, to create something different and like kind of merge, um, what you see working in other, in other niches. So that's kind of where I'm, um, I'm headed with that. So. And I feel like you get to pull all the things that you enjoy mm-hmm. and that's like, it. That's literally it. you know and like I, I feel like when i was in college i was doing vlogs of the games i went to oregon and mm-hmm. so I, I was doing vlogs of the games and whatnot but i remember i was also like in a fraternity and so i wanted to film like us having fun and yeah. like doing tailgates and stuff and someone was like oh you should just do sports and i'm like why would i only do why would i just box myself in where like now it's like okay I like gear, cameras, tech. I like to right. do the sports stuff. We have a podcast, but it's not all about one specific thing. Like we just happen to have only creators on this show, but it's like you get to kind of pull all these things that you enjoy and with our with our talent, you get to just make stuff about that. And oh, yeah. then you don't get like burnt out yeah, as well. Yeah, you get to, you, you enjoy just, it. If you just yeah. did one thing, oh like God. you would be so sick of it within a year. Have you, you know? have you experienced that with streaming because before like I went and watched um, one of your streams on Kick. Is the platform right? So you're talking for like an hour while playing. How do you kind of keep? Yeah, how, the how, fuck how do you do it? How do you do it? Because like I can talk on here for an hour, no problem. It's 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 easy for me. But I'm also I'm, I have a playbook right here right. of things that I need and to ask you and like learn about you. And like you're just are you freeballing it? Do you have like a plan? So streaming for me is where I get to connect with my closest audience. It's like yeah, I can post a TikTok, it gets a million views. But, and like I can respond to comments, but there's nothing that compares to like me talking to my core audience. And that's why in a way I've stopped uploading stream videos or stream clips to TikTok because um, there was a point in my streaming career, like from that time when I was posting five TikToks a day um, and I was, I, I like, I blew up on Twitch. I went from, and this is COVID time, so it was like perfect. So three viewers in, in May to 60 in June to 178 in July, 363 in august and then by the end of the year 560 to a thousand averaging and then i even had i've had streams where i was averaging five six thousand viewers and like it's too much for me Mm -hmm. um and i have so much respect for streamers and content creators that can like maintain that and and do that and have fun with it and still find the fun in it but for me streaming the reason why i started streaming was so i can talk and really get to know my real audience and that's like the people that i want to cater to because those are the people that will support me through no matter what content i make Mm -hmm. so like that comes back to me making um, you know, content about, I can make a content about my fridge. I can make a content about my car. I can make tech content. I can make gaming content, but those are the people that are going to watch me no matter what. And like, that's kind of where I try to find that, that sanity, um, in it because it is a lot of work, but if it's what you enjoy and you're making content about what you want, you're excited about it. Definitely. Right? So that's where that comes back to. Um, is my audio good? I, are sounds you plugged a in? Weird. I, uh, I think so. I mean, now I hear you fine. That's better. Yeah, you want to tilt it up a little bit? Yeah. Just get right in there. Gotcha. Seems like that cord's a little 
Jenko. Is that fine? Yeah, 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 I think so. Now you're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, switch the cord? No, I think it's probably fine. Just don't. Maybe just okay. Try to okay. Now again. I can hear him fine. Yeah, it sounds yeah. good. Yeah. And like with streaming, to answer your question, so streaming, um, I used to stream thousands of I I've had four or five thousand hours streamed in the last couple of years That's before so I even took a break. And this was in this was in high school that it originally so freshman year you said? Uh yeah, but I didn't get into really pursuing concentration until junior year because that's okay. COVID. Okay. So Okay, so that's the timeline. Yeah. Okay, freshman year get yeah, into dude, it, junior year COVID starts. Fucking old dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dinosaur. I know. I'm like thinking I'm like, damn, I was already out of school oh, when dude, that yeah. when that hit. I was working in an office in yeah. COVID, bro. Dude, I had a month in the Lakers facility before we went see you later, goodbye. Yeah. And I it mean, was just all remote. I so weird. A month in the agency. So trippy. Continue. You know, that's crazy. Sorry. Yeah. So um I streamed thousands and thousands of hours and like definitely there's different forms of streaming there's this the streaming where you're just talking to your audience and you can do that i can do that for hours um and i genuinely enjoy that there's a streaming where you're planning content and like you kind of see people like kai Sinat going down that route where they're planning so many basically like full-on youtube videos within their streams to make into youtube videos and he does it every single day like wow. that like that grind is is crazy because you're doing everything live um you're planning everything and then you have, you know, all the people in place to to push all that content. But that type of like creative thing is is the same thing. Like he's applying a, what a lot of people do to videos to streaming. Uh, and that's kind of like why he's so successful. That's so nuts. No, it's insane because I, I went and watched and I'm like, dude, you 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 talk about how you're in touch with your audience like that. And I feel like that's here because mm. on Instagram, obviously, like I DM with people and I, I tell everyone from TikTok to DM me on Insta so I can get to know the audience, mm-hmm. right? Like that's how I feel like we're so in tune with the people right. that listen because they'll tell us, oh, I like this guest. I like what they said here or like this was really insightful. Totally. So you, you get that real time feedback and then you can keep making better shit that you like and that the people that are listening to you like. And yeah. I think that's so interesting. And I, I also want to uh, to point out like I am a, a gamer at heart. I, okay. I, there would be days, um, specific games that I'd, I'd stream and just play them for like 14 hours. So it's Holy like, shit. I can just immerse myself in that. And it at, at times, obviously, I can't do that every day mm. or else I'll burn out on it. But when I really get into it, it's it's something that I have to keep myself off. What of. like what game is like your go to Valorant, Valorant, um, FPS, any FPS really, but yeah. Valorant right now and for the last couple of years, okay. just because I I have fun like playing games when well number one like playing games with your friends and stuff is always gonna be fun right but that kind of gets a little bit boring and for me like not necessarily having to be the best at a game but seeing like improvement in myself and being competitive with myself right uh, is something that I'll have fun on any game so and you just wake up some days and you're just like 14 hours let's fucking hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's that's what I try to protect as a creator like yeah people want to become a creator because of the because of the freedom that comes with it right you decide Mm -hmm. your own schedule you decide when you make your own videos yeah there's a lot of responsibility with that but you know me having that's like i said that's what i try to protect that freedom while i it's not to say like i i don't like you know work hard or have you know uh discipline for myself having that freedom is something that i you know never want to not have again and i think i'm definitely very spoiled and a lot of creators are because um, I mean, since I've been doing this out of high school, I haven't had a, a nine to five or I didn't go to college. I actually lied to my parents about going to college. Really? Um, right. but yeah. So. How did that go? So, uh, day, the same day that I graduated high school, mm-hmm. I was making a sustainable income from streaming. Um, but the thing with making money from streaming is that that's money from your audience. Right. And that's not like sponsors. That's not ad revenue from YouTube, which is a little bit better, but not exactly the same. Oh, this is just like gifting. Um, yeah. Well, so how it works with streaming is your audience will subscribe. Um, so following is like subscribing on YouTube, but subscribing tier one is they pay you $5. You'll get like half of that. Twitch is, 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 uh, yeah. fleecing all we've of heard, us. We've heard, we've heard, yeah. that's why the kick thing is big mm-hmm. right now. Okay. Got it. But so, yeah, so that's kind of how, um, you make money on Twitch. You get ad revenue on Twitch too, but it's not as much as YouTube because again, they're, they're fleecing you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think at that time I maybe had like 2000 to 2,500 subs on on twitch and then you also get like donated money donated bits all those things and 
I think a sustainable source of income from from that. And basically, my um, my parents really wanted me to go to school. Like I completely understand it. Uh, at this point, I really do. Uh, you know, they have this idea, and for this is for most people, most people's parents, they have this idea of you for the last 18 years that you're going to go to school, um, and that in order to become successful, you need to go to school. And even for my parents, they didn't go to school. Um, they had kids early, so they had to like work, 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 and they've been working for the past 30, 40 years. So it's like for them, um, I completely understand their their viewpoint, but I also knew that I needed to like live my own life and and see that through um so in order for me to move out um with my parents support because that was like important to me because it was kind of weird because while they wanted me to go to college they supported me 100 percent in what i wanted mm. to do so it was like kind of contradicting but they they're the type of people that that thought and think that i can do both like you can go to college and you can become a full-time consecrator but there's a lot that comes with that that it's not that simple i think right um so i told them i was like all right i'm gonna move to vegas i'm gonna go to unlv spring semester so basically i'd have that half a year to pursue consecration um but the part i didn't tell them was that if i'm successful with consecration <laughs> then i'm not going to school <laughs> which is fucking which is smart su- by the way. super fair super <laughs> yeah. fair good that was a great uh, great yeah. trade on your yeah, yeah like spring term i'll pop in there. yeah I, I was like I, was, I mean i didn't tell them that uh-huh. if i wasn't successful i was gonna go there yeah, which yeah, i yeah. probably should have <laughs> but they probably wouldn't have let yeah, me move they and, let yeah. you go and to like Vegas, yeah that's the thing like well number one like i was completely paying for myself i didn't wasn't relying on my parents at all for anything right um but for me, it was just important to have my parents support right? mm-hmm. and to be in my younger siblings lives. And that, you know, is is something that I hold very that's like really important to me. Mm-hmm. So like having that with um, pursuing, you know, my my career was, you know, important for me to have both. So. So you pop out to Vegas. Actually, like, were you living in Vegas for that for year? year? Yeah. By for yourself? Just no, no, no. So I lived in a constant house. Um, oh, learned fun. a lot from that. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't go as we wanted to, but I think I definitely grew a lot as a person and like moving in with other people is, I think, especially like close friends. These are all people I met online through COVID. So it's like, you know, we had people from Chicago, people from Alabama, people from the Bay Area with me. But um, it was it was a big learning experience. Um, And I think there was somebody from New Orleans, too. So it was like five, six heads in a house. You know, Vegas, you get a fat house. though. Mm -hmm. So everybody had their own room. It was a super nice house in Vegas. Yeah, I did. Um, But I mean, at the. I think the thing I learned most was there's a lot of people that, and I'm not calling people out, but there's a lot of people that say they want things and they want to work super, super hard. But at the end of the day, like that's not true. And it's, it's like a lot of people want, you know, to see success, but people, a lot of people don't realize how much work really goes into it. Um, and there was a point where I was trying harder to help people than they were trying for themselves. Uh. And it was like, I felt like at a certain point I was wasting my time. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, like everybody that moved into the house, I genuinely believed and that they, that they can be successful and that they have it in them, but they need to work to get that out of them. Right. So there's some, and like, that's why I you know, wanted to move in with those people because I genuinely thought that we can create something bigger. Um, but it just, you know, sometimes it doesn't turn out that way and you learn from it, but you know, that's kind of how that went. Um, and then moved here uh a l- 10 months ago okay so uh in that last six months of being in vegas i was in talks with 100 thieves about signing to them as a content creator um and basically as that kind of wrapped up there's kind of a whole thing there it just it just took a long time negotiations take time mm-hmm. um but basically that having that um kind of stability moving here is not something that a lot of people get so like being able to join like my dream organization um, and having that like kind of support from them as a whole, as an org moving here at the same time, it was like kind of I- as ideal as it could be to move here um, on my own. And, and that's kind of how that went. I mean, you'd even go back to like when, when, when like December of 2020, which is my first year. Um, and just like to talk about orgs, basically, I competed in this challenge called phase five. Um, and this was a big thing in 2020 for gamers and creators. It was like peak COVID. Um, and in terms of like numbers and what people were getting from this challenge, it was a, a recruitment challenge, right? They used to have recruitment challenges where, you know, they sign trick shotters and do all these things. But um, at that time they were really trying to find five creators. And there was like a bunch of bonuses and things that you'd get for joining and, and winning the challenge. But there was a bunch 
of like different videos you had to make um just you know just to get your community involved and like numbers were inflated a ton because of it um and i was averaging over a thousand viewers a week at that time anyways there was over a hundred thousand submissions got down to a hundred i got chosen for top 100 chosen for top 20. i didn't get top five um actually it was six people that joined because i added another person but i got top 20 out of like over a hundred thousand um, and then I had the opportunity to sign with them after, but, um, it, I decided it wasn't best for me. And then after that, I was talking to orgs for maybe a, almost a whole year. I'm just trying to figure out what was the best fit for me. Uh, and just a, a lot of times it was either they're offering you a bag, but no actual like impact. Um, and like for some people like, Hey, take your money and, you know, become stable. But I didn't really need that money at that time, just because I felt like I wanted to join an org and actually make a difference with that org or like do something bigger with that org. Um, and what that org can provide you on top of obviously getting compensated for what, you know, you're worth. But basically, um, I kind of, from that point that I lost that thing, uh, for that one, from the point that I lost that challenge, I made it a goal for myself to join hundred thieves because when it comes to like inspirations and in gaming for me, and I know a lot of people like Nate shot is, is S tier, um, for a lot of people in gaming. And he was one of the first people to really branch out of just gaming. Cause he was a pro player and for people to like not um for people to to change their idea of you uh once they already have like this set idea of you is hard mm -hmm. so like him being a pro player and then venturing into content and becoming really really good at vlogs um and being one of those like founding fathers in gaming it's like someone that i watched growing up um and i respected a lot and at that point i've talked to him a couple times um and you know he's the same person on and off the screen so like being almost mentored by someone like that was like something I really, really, you know, valued and wanted uh, for myself. And just, you know, from what it's been in the last 10, 11 months, like it's been a lot, it's been exactly what I expected. So that's amazing. And then is that when, so like, when did you do the switch from like just doing TikToks? And then when did you start making like longer form, like 12 minute YouTube videos? Yeah. How did that kind of happen? So um, in the same summer, I never, really saw myself really starting youtube like to the point where it's well at this point it's like really what i want to pursue and i know it's like the next step for me in terms of um developing my audience because it's like what's the difference between one and two million on tiktok right so it's like mm -hmm. be in terms of like what it can actually help me with um in terms of growing my brand but um so it's like now my entire goal is to grow on youtube but it wasn't really a, a specific time i made the switch there was a, a couple different key um, kind of checkpoints the same summer during COVID I told my TikTok audience that once I had a thousand subscribers on YouTube I'd post a setup tour like a full in-depth setup tour and basically they got a 2000 and that first video is I think it's at 1.5 1.6 million views for my first YouTube video and having the momentum from TikTok definitely helped a lot um but that's when I posted my first YouTube video. I posted a few other ones and they definitely got good views, but I wasn't consistent with them. I mean, I think they're, you know, three, 400,000 views, which is awesome. But I didn't really, not that I didn't value growing on YouTube. But I just knew that there was more, sh not short-term growth from TikTok, but like in terms of what I really wanted to just grow on TikTok at that point. Right. That's basically what I wanted to do. So yeah, I'd post on YouTube and I'd post for fun, but it wasn't at that point where like I really wanted to pursue it. And then I say, this is almost a year and a half later from that point, um, posting maybe once a month, once every two months on YouTube and all of them doing pretty decently. I started early 2022. So this is like, like I said, a year and a half later. Um, for that start of the year, I wanted to post every day for like two weeks. Um, so I did that and that included stream content, that included vlogs, that included uh, gaming setup videos. Um, and basically I had, at that point, I was doing really good on YouTube. Uh, and that was like the next shift, I guess, or that next checkpoint because, well, number one, I got burnt out on that on uh. quick. So <laughs> after like two weeks, I'm mean, posting every day and I was on editing all my own videos. On YouTube or yeah. just in general? On YouTube. And I gained like... 100,000 subscribers, wow. but, and this was all long form. It wasn't short form. So, mm -hmm. and are you cutting like now, are you doing the YouTube video and then making the cuts to TikTok, or are you specifically making TikTok videos happening to make a YouTube video yeah. that week? Um, it's hard. So I know that you can shoot with intent to, mm -hmm. for, for TikTok. And for me, 
it's not that I don't have a problem with that because um, I, I don't have a problem with that. Like it's you know working smarter, not harder. Um, it's just sometimes I I'd rather just shoot because I feel like the the product isn't as good if you're shooting for TikTok and YouTube. That's fair, yeah. yeah. Um, so for me, it's like sometimes I'll use clips that are horizontal because I'm not gonna record the same video twice. Right. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> record a shot at horizontal. No, but the horizontal vertical. shit you've been posting does well. So yeah, I feel right. like because originally I, I remember it, there was like you know all those fucking TikTok crews that mm-hmm. pop up on your thing. They're like, you cannot post a horizontal. I'm like, that's yeah. weird because I've been seeing some horizontal shit bang. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, like, if it's good content, yeah, if it's good, watch. people will watch it. Exactly. So. I think that's it, the that's it, dude. If it's shot on a VHS camcorder, right. but it's a great story. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. could have a million views. Or like a really cute dog. Yeah, d- yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you can, if you can be successful shooting horizontal, just in my perspective fuck it any on any platform yeah. you get to shoot horizontal it's such a game changer it's oh, so much more enjoyable. oh my god i know make video horizontal so yeah, that's the thing that. for me though so for that first two years i was shooting everything vertical um mm-hmm. and at that point i mean yeah i recorded horizontal when i was making videos for film class in middle school and high school but everything for me like i was used to just shooting vertical so like when i started shooting horizontal it was like refreshing um mm-hmm. and it was like it just felt like it did feel a lot better. So much more space. So much more space. Because, you know, I'd always shot horizontal and then going to vertical did not feel refreshing at all. It was just <laughs> like frustrating. It's like, because the world is just built yeah, horizontal. Yeah, yeah. It's built wide. Look at your eye, dude. It'd be yeah. like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's just built wide. It's not the same. No, not the same. So, dude, so I was, um, I love that you're diversifying your income streams, right? Like you got 100 Thieves, you just dropped LUTs, which are great. I saw that yeah. on your feed. Smart. You know, you're streaming, you're doing YouTube. How important do you think it is for creators to do that? And you're also not on just one platform. Like, I think you always got to be thinking, dude, if you're a creative, if they burn TikTok tomorrow. Right. You which can't they could. Do, which they could, could, right? You just don't want to be fucked. Or you don't want, I feel like you don't want the hands to be with Zach. I don't want Mark mm-hmm. to decide my fate. That yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, want, I want to be able to dictate where my money is coming from and like kind of know that. So, and I don't think a lot of creators do that. I think they either just do YouTube and they're just like tunnel vision on a mm-hmm. thing. And I, I think you've done a really good job at that, but I want to talk to you about I that. I think it stems from the the times in the past where, you know, it would be a big news story that TikTok's going to get. And there has been real times where TikTok has potentially been banned, right. right? So it's like it came from those times where there was a point where I had maybe 300,000 followers on TikTok and it was like all I've built to that point. And it's, you know, there was a court hearing in 2020 or whatever, whatever it was that decided the fate on my platform. And I was just like that, you know, I want to make sure I'm secure. So that's when I started getting more into YouTube. Started obviously I had my stream, but my stream was grown by my TikTok. So it's like, I, yeah, I have a lot of different revenue streams now. And it, it's, it's awesome because like you said, I have my LUTs, I have uh, my stream, I have my YouTube, I have my TikTok, I have, um, you know, brand deals, sponsors, long-term sponsors, um, Amazon, Amazon that store. I bought yeah. that fucking car mount from you nice. the other day, by the way. Oh, that's cool. That five bucks over that way. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's going to, we got to mess with it, dude. C70 on the thing's going to be insane. Oh, dude. I love it. I don't know if I'd use a C70 for you that. You don't think it can one. hold? I got that one. That I says, would, it says 30 pounds. C70. I would I'm going to take the, all this shit off. The Pro Tools one. Yeah, I fuck up. <laughs> if you if you want, okay, how much okay. was it? It's like 80 bucks. I don't know. <laughs> you got to get the, the Pro Tools one for the, for the C70. Damn. That one's like I think I three, got, $400. I think I got the. Fuck, I just I GoPro. I got, we gotta look what I what I get off the pod. I, if you need came. a link, uh, I'll send it you just, a link to yeah, it. Give me another one. link. I'll get you another. Dude, you know what's bucks. fucking crazy? So when I'm on those big budget car shoots, they use GoPro car mounts all the time. No all the time. way. Not on like commercials, but on content pieces yep. for like the motor littler, for mo- the littler cameras. You're saying like they use mounted GoPro, especially in inside oh, the oh, cabin. Mounted GoPro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you met our boy Jayhawk. Shout mm-hmm. out Jayhawk at Sony Camera Camp. I, I I didn't go to Sony. Oh, you didn't go to but, okay, no. but you got the new ZV10. Is that E1, what it is? yeah. ZV1. How has that been treating you? Um, it's been fine. I mean, it's literally a Mini A7S3. Yeah, and um, you got the white one. The white one's sick. Yeah, yeah. I like it. It's just different. You know? And it's yeah. tiny, fun. dude. It's... I think anything that gets you out there to shoot, like mm-hmm. whether you know new gear, that could be a, a new phone, that could be a new camera, that could be a new mic, it could be anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but anything that gets you out there to shoot, um, of course, if you have the the money to do it you know why not right hell yeah dude what excites you yeah what advice do you have to someone who's looking to either become a streamer or a youtuber or kind of follow in your footsteps on this kind of path that you've taken um i say a lot of people don't take risks uh in terms of with their content right trying new things um seeing what works seeing what doesn't 
Um, and then also like taking the risks in, and this is something I, I didn't do and I, I want to do more of is taking risks in like in investing in yourself. I think that's like the number one thing that you can do is, is put money, you know, and, and put time into yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause yeah, you could put money, you can get all the gear, but you have to put the time in as well. So it's like, that is something that I advise a lot of people. Cause it's, it's, it's really cool to see how there's a lot of people that have taken inspiration from my content. Um, taking inspiration from the type of audience that I've cultivated and like this kind of like sub niche of, you know, tech and streaming and like just this group of, of people that, you know, take inspiration from me on that. And then I see their videos all the time, whether they're Project 50 videos or they're tech videos. A lot of people like still consider me a tech talker. I see all the time like people tagging me in videos like my favorite tech talker. And it's like uh, cool because like uh-huh. that's what I started on. But I don't think that like tells the full story of who I am. Definitely. Right. So. I mean, yeah, that's, that's really just take risks, um, you know, bet on yourself. Obviously, I think a lot of people, what they need to do is really try to figure out what um, it is that I, I don't, I think a lot of people on TikTok get stuck copying a format. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know cap what I mean? Cut, dude. It's like, I mean, yeah, cap cut, but it's made people into little, uh, uh-huh. but you're just, you're just feeding replicators. Yeah. You're dude. just feeding the machine. Dude. Yeah. I mean, you see the Wes Anderson mm-hmm. trend. They repeat the Wes mm-hmm. Anderson trend. Right. Like it just keeps on going. And there's nothing wrong with, no, with, exactly. with, with, you know, using trends to your mm-hmm. advantage, but you gotta understand you can't cultivate a real audience yeah. unless there's something about you or your content that is different or that offers value to people. 100%. Totally. It's all you gotta think about value, I feel like. Mm-hmm. What do they get from you? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just gonna be a, a one ray relationship right. of them like, oh, let me just like all of those stuff. It's right. like, I gotta get something out of this I, too. I will say with the trends that like if you're someone that's already like I saw Tony Hawk do the West Anderson thing, mm-hmm. I'm like, how's Tony Hawk gonna do the West Anderson? <laughs> that's gonna be awesome. You yeah. know what I mean? But like if you don't have your own personality yes, that people yes, know exactly then it's not like oh i wonder how he's gonna do it it's just yeah. like you gotta you gotta show your personality Definitely. first at least yeah and i think that there's so many pages that we've seen that are only the trends mm-hmm. and there's no there's nothing there it's just like a you're just Unless like you got a, a booty <laughs> <laughs> then you can do the trends then, then you can do all the trends right right and it works itself out value it's all about value it's all about value uh, what, what do you feel like the next like three to six months kind of look like for your content and kind of the trajectory of where you're going? Um, so I've been like, I, I frame it as getting my feet wet with long form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of what I've been doing for the last couple of months, uh, posting on occasion twice a week with YouTube, but, um, usually like once a week with YouTube. And I think for me, it's like, I'm starting to really figure out what type of videos I want to make on YouTube and like what type of direction I want to take. Um, and what creative, uh, just, things I want to add to my videos, um, to, to improve on them. Because like, like I said, I've just been getting my feet away, like trying things, um, you know, some good, some bad. Uh, and I think for me, it's like becoming more consistent with YouTube and, and really having more intention with my videos. Um, so like what I mean by, uh, becoming more consistent is I want to get to like at least two, two YouTube vlogs a week. Um, and that can be like setup type videos that can be, it's just anything that I'm interested in and anything that I do. Um, and that's kind of what my plan is for YouTube with TikTok. I'm at the point where I want to make sure that what I'm posting is something I'm, I'm excited about. Um, and yeah, like for the last three years, I, like I said, that first year I was posting five times, um, a day. Uh, and then the second year it was like two times a day and then just making sure I was consistent posting something every single day. Um, and now I'm at the point where I want to be excited about every video I post. And I want to like really feel like a sense of pride and a sense of um, excitement about everything I post on TikTok. And I think while it's important to like stay with what made you, um, it's important to like grow off that uh, and do more and like, you know, branch out. So like with me for TikTok and sustaining that is just about me putting out content that I really, uh, you know, like I said, have, 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 uh, sorry faith in no um just really have a sense of pride towards definitely so that's kind of for me and tiktok and i think the way i look at my tiktok now is yeah it's important to try things and you can make a tons of videos to get better and improve and i want to make sure I, I continue doing that um but i also don't want my best videos to get buried you know what i mean because i feel yeah. like i'll have certain videos where you know, I mean, when I was doing Project 50, there's certain videos that I really, really, really enjoyed and really had fun making, but they're 
200 videos down now. So it's right. like hard for people to see them. Um, so like kind of converting my TikTok page to like uh, just converting it from like a growth mindset uh, in terms of like like pushing my numbers and growing as many followers as I can to really like each video being just my best work. Yeah. Um, and that. that's not to like overthink my content because I think that's something that people shouldn't do. Like don't, you know, not everything has to be perfect, mm -hmm. um, you know, but at the same time, I really want to make sure that my, my best work gets seen. So that's it. Hell yeah, I dude. It. I love it. Okay. Last one. What's some advice to your 18 year old self? Um, like right now before he embarks on this journey of moving to Vegas. Yeah, it's, and it's funny that 18 year old self for him is yeah, like a year like ago. <laughs> not, not that, yeah. Not that long ago. I think if anything, it, it's really to take more opportunities. And I mean, I guess that comes that that relates to the, like the take risks thing, but specifically in taking opportunities to to travel and collaborate with more creators because people don't understand. And I think for me, like a lot of creators get so just into the, you know, work, 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 make videos, make videos, make videos. But then they forget to do the the collaborating with other creators because that's like so so important um and not even from like a, a standpoint of you you know in order to grow you need to grow off of of, mm -hmm. of x or off of y or off of z but more so to learn to grow like and to like there's so many things that i've learned from creators um that if i didn't take those opportunities to like actually you know meet them or go have lunch with them or go talk with them or go collaborate and make a video with them um that if I didn't learn those, I wouldn't be the person I am today. So it's like, you really have to to take those opportunities to learn. And as long as you're in it for the right reasons, then it's fine. No, and I think that when I started, it was so closed off mm -hmm. and it was just like you versus yeah. the world. Right. And I didn't feel like I met them off TikTok. That's mm -hmm. how we met. Nice. And like, you know, when we moved out here, I felt like my network just exploded mm -hmm. from having- You're just, one person away. Yeah, from, right. yeah, Literally. no, seriously, we're one handshake away from so many people. So or like, rude. you meet someone, you're like, oh, you're friends I with I mean, them. I met you through Jayhawk. No, exactly, at the, at the Lakers game. That's how we met, you yeah. know that? Yeah. My boy was at the Lakers game, shout out Jayhawk. Uh -huh. And yeah, he's like, yo, come, come say what's up. Like, where you at? And I just popped up and he's like, oh, meet my boy Lo. Oh, that's, that's fun. How, that's how we met. Hell yeah, dude. Insane, mm -hmm. it's crazy. It's yeah. like, mm -hmm. there's so many people, I feel like in our space, that are like that though that are closed off and are like nah fuck that mm -hmm. like i don't want to dude there, you can learn so much from other people it's yeah, great it's and they crazy. can learn so much from you it's right. it's it's nuts and i think that that is like you said that's like you're kind of committing to like this growth mentality of like when you meet somebody new and like you get a new friend you get a new network of people like i think it's important i think more people need to embody that yeah i mean it's that's the thing because creative is so especially specifically being a creator because creative is like i think embodies a lot of different things mm -hmm. uh, but specifically the creator aspect of it is like a lot of it is you do it on your own so a lot right. of people don't and i mean that changes depending yeah. on what kind of content you're making but in a lot of ways it is kind of like that um and a lot of people don't uh just don't see the value mm -hmm. in in working with other people because they don't want to seem like a like a clout chaser yeah. they don't want to i mean it's okay to like collaborate with people just make sure you're in it for the right reasons mm -hmm. 100 percent. and i I think like even like me, like for example, like me going to that Lakers game um, with Jayhawk when Jayhawk was in town just to like talk and, and chop it up with him got me to meet you. So yeah. it's like really right. um, and like that's the thing, because I remember when he mentioned you, I was like, wait, I've seen his his podcast clips before uh, and I've gotten some really insightful knowledge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've gotten some really insightful knowledge about about being a creator. And I think that's also something people need to like if you really think about it, and this is kind of like going off on a tangent, but or just something that like, it's irrelevant. But when people if you look at like okay i'm 19 mm -hmm. right think about the the 14 year old that has access to all this content or all this yeah, um you know knowledge insane. out there right because before before youtube even like you really had to you know either learn from people or go to school to really understand mm -hmm. these these cameras or to understand you know media specifically and now content so it's like for all these people that are young that have these opportunities to learn um, and I think for me, I grew up in the age of YouTube. So yeah. it's like all these tutorials, like if I want to look up how to build something, I go on YouTube. Um, and that resource is something that I probably couldn't live without anymore. So if you think about the people that have access to all the, whether it's short form mm -hmm. now, but also long form, it's like, there's a, a lot of ways people can become creative. And I think a lot of people look at it as like, oh, everything's been done now. I can't do anything, but it's like that is very close-minded yeah. <laughs> a lot of people need to look at it like 
they have all these resources. Yeah, totally. um, you got to grow. so many resources, dude. Well, I, I remember when we started, all those people that we would DM would never respond. No, I right. remember it so vividly, dude. If anyone had anything remotely, the work was remotely good. No response. You're like yeah. what? What camera do I buy? There was none of that. I mean, that's why we made the show, right? Like we made it because we didn't have this growing up. Like it, right. it's just non-existent. So like we bring on people that we think are doing well in the space mm-hmm. in any specific niche as a creator, and then people get to learn from their story and be like, oh, okay, like that's what this is what loaded. That's what right. Tyler Babin did. Right. Like that's what all these different amazing creatives did. And like I think personally that it'll it'll create a community of people that are down to help mm-hmm. because i don't think it should be um you know like oh fuck off like he wants to know totally. my camera dude what the fuck is this random kid in nebraska <laughs> gonna do with my camera knowledge i'll just right. who cares gary dude i use the c7 it's, i use this lens like this is the color i use like right. i don't give a fuck dude if you can go make a better video than me do it like right. yeah. also, you know so secure, dude. Oh, for like, sure trust, dude trust that you're good trust dude. that you're the rock yeah. dude if you're the rock no one's gonna go take your rock right dude, mm. you know come on but yeah and it's like being exposed <laughs> Being exposed to all of that shit, especially younger, like I, I just remember I started like proper making videos in like I don't know ninth grade because mm-hmm. I saw like Casey Neistat's first video, dude. I mean, he started vlogging when I was in college. I was like halfway through college when Casey Neistat started. It's a magical and you were time. probably like, you know, like yeah, on the iPad kid. Fourth grade, yeah, dude. I remember waking up freshman, you know, sophomore year, sophomore yeah. year, right before yeah. our stupid eight a.m. class, we would go rip Casey's vlog I, and then walk breakfast through. every day. Breakfast, we'd sit, watch, and go to class. Yep, dude, so crazy. <laughs> and so just being exposed that younger mm-hmm. like it's crazy what the next generation has and there's just like so many cameras available mm-hmm. to them this wasn't a thing dude i mean now now the phones it's so good the phones are so good right. dude like i sniped that guy driving right. yesterday right. come on dude yeah, like it's, crazy. it's just it is insane though the capabilities of like what we have yeah right? there's yeah. no excuse there's no excuse to not yeah. learn and it if you want to do said thing and the mm-hmm. other thing that i thought that was really cool that you said is that you got like I mean, in 2018, I was like, ah, it's too, too late to start YouTube, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And like, you just, you started yeah. when? 2020? 2021? 2020? Your boy Casey like, that's nuts. had a quote that said that the best, the best creator has, uh, they were like, oh, who's going to be the next big YouTuber? He's yeah. like, the best creator of YouTube hasn't even made a video. Right. And that's facts, dude. Yeah. You know, dude, that's totally. facts. It's never going to be too late to pop onto TikTok or pop right. onto YouTube. Or mm-hmm. what, and there always is going to be something where people are watching. Regardless yeah. if it, if it, if like in a fi- in five years, it might not be TikTok, YouTube, it'll for sure be YouTube. Right. I don't think YouTube's going anywhere. Right. There's too much stuff. There's learned, too much knowledge. There's too much knowledge. Too, I learned how to drive. Too much value. I learned how to drive stick on YouTube, bro. <laughs> I learned there was a play- guy that had a BRZ and I was like, okay, this is the car I'm going to get. I'm going to learn from this yeah. fucking guy. Watch his feet. Like <laughs> I did. I installed the hello Tushy bidet yesterday, yeah, dude. And I'm too. like, how the fuck am I going to figure out that out? Oh, YouTube. there's just a lovely lady yeah, that yeah. knows exactly how to do it. And she told me, it was super easy. It took me like 10 minutes. No, it's insane. It really, it's, all at your fingertips. You know what's crazy? I don't know how to drive a normal car. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> my first car was my was Tesla, the Tesla, bro. You oh, have it on auto. Lotus doesn't even actually know how to drive. Wait, so because when you're Tesla, when you let go of the gas or the accelerator, what are, what are they going to call that pedal? They're not going to call it the gas pedal. Accelerator. The accelerator. accelerator. Right. Um, because when you let go, it like slows, right? Yeah, the car, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, on its, it's like, great. Though. Other cars don't brakes, do that. Dude? Just guys know. No brakes, dude. So I no think brakes. it's an electric car thing. But yeah, it is. Because that battery is heavy the, as the shit. But the Taycan didn't that do that. Re- regenerative situation. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about. Get you yeah. some energy. Yeah, I know back. about it, dude. Hey, my mom drives a Prius Prime, bro. There I know is, about regeneration, dude. Dude, thank you so much for coming on. I think this was an amazing episode. Where can the people find you on social? I'll link everything below. So pretty much everything. Is L O U G H. If it's not L O U G H, it's L O U G H H. Okay. I still gotta get that one H on everything. Uh, okay. Or uh, on Instagram, it's Logan L Robles, which is my actual government name. Amazing. Is, yeah. All right. Hey, we'll appreciate you coming Thank on the show. Thank me. you. Episode sixty-two. Y'all want know what to do? Hit the subscribe button. Share Let's this go. with a friend. Leave a like, and we'll see you guys all next week. Peace. Peace. Bye.